It is early in the morning, rising to the streets. Light me up that cigarette, and I'll strap shoes on my feet. Ooh, now I want to play that. Got to find a reason. A reason things went wrong. Got to find a reason why my money's all gone. Cause I got a Dalmatian, and I can still get high. I can play the guitar like a motherfucking riot. Down, 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 down. Life is a son of the one you got. Cause you might get run over or you might get shot. Never stop no scatter gun and steal it off my chest. Never had to battle with no bulletproof vest. Take a small example, take a little bit from me. Take all of your money, give it all to charity. Life is what I got. Pouring out for Bradley. That's what we all need a little bit more of right now. Fucking loving, dude. Oh, man. I was just starting the show with, man, it's early. And then that happened. And now I feel great. What a wonderful way to start a show. <laughs> all right, that's it. See you later. No, we got to call Brandy. Let's see what she got. Let's see if she got loving. Bing, bong, boom. Hello. Let's have. Nothing. Oh, you got the eye patches on? Oh, yeah, I do. Here, let me, I'll get some eye patches. You've got eye patches? <laughs> nice. Okay, so you wear eye patches the way that Sarah wears, wears eye patches. Backwards. And, yeah, because I feel like you should have the the thin part down close to your nose and the okay, thick part where your, where your crow's feet would be. Hear me out here. This is why I wear them backwards because it's not my, I don't have crow's feet. Thank you very much. Well, Shout out Botox. But what I do have is very, very puffy under eye, constant, especially like right now my allergies are out of control, so I'm so puffy. So I need the the thicker part where my puffiness is, which is directly under my eye. And because my eyes are so massive, Sarah's eyes are also big, mm-hmm. I feel like it makes sense for me to wear them backwards. She and I have had this debate for years now, and I'm, I guess I'm just a rule follower. I'm like, no, that's not how it's supposed to be. You're supposed to do it this way. But I get it. <laughs> I constantly, if I ever have them on, like on an Instagram story or something, people love to message me and be like, you're wearing them wrong. Oh, yeah. That's not right. It's right for me. I don't know if you have this life hack, but one of my favorite things is you put that little jar of eye patches in the refrigerator. I'm way ahead of you. Okay. All right, cool. I've got eye patches in the refrigerator. I've got face spray, like a hydrating mist or two Ooh. in the fridge. Uh, I've got eye cream in the fridge. And I've also got a jade roller in the freezer. Uh-huh. You haven't lived until you've put an ice cold jade roller on your face after, when you're hungover. I don't know if I think the jade rollers do anything. I think they're just, they're just moving blood around. Yeah, I mean, it depuffs. If it's freezing, it definitely helps depuff. I'll tell you that. Fair enough. I'm sad. Why? Because Sarah, I don't know how much I'm allowed to say, but Sarah is off working and I'm not going to see her for a very long time. Oh. I know. I want to put this out there because I know I'm going to get like, are you and Sarah still together? Because she's just not going to be in my stories for a very long time. Just Uh so you know. Nothing's wrong. It's going back to work, which is nice. Right. Nice for her. Absolutely nice for because I've been doing the one that's been working this entire time during during the pandemic and mm-hmm. she hasn't because but now that we're fully vaxxed, I think that we feel she feels more comfortable doing that. So vaxxed and relaxed. No one's a dude with a toot here. Do you want to start the show? Should we start the show? What's going on? Yeah, let's start the show. All right, let's do it. Uh, is it you or is it me? I think it's you. Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with. Wells and Brandy. It's what you got. I said, remember that. How are things? Things are good. Uh, I was in Denver over the weekend. My friend Kirsten wanted to go for her birthday. We just kind of wanted to get out of Nashville. So we just went to Denver for a couple of days and got to see DJ Blake round two. Wow, you went back for seconds? Oh, yeah, back for seconds. You know, baby boy Blake really improves every time I see him. 
even though I've only seen him twice. I keep saying, play more rap, more rap. And he actually did this time. I was like, yeah, he took my advice. What does he but normally he, play? Is it like Tracy Chapman, oh. Fast Car? Like what's happening in the in the club? All the small things, oh, but like trap version. And I'm like, oh my God. Uh, also the one that really gets me, the one where I'm like, oh, okay, I think it's time to go. He plays the Frozen theme song. Oh, whoa. And like, and like Blake, he fucking loves the Frozen theme song. Like he gets the most into it during the Frozen song than any other song in his set. It's hilarious. Love him so much. Like Let It Go? Yes, he plays Let It Go. And people are like in the club getting fucked up into this? You know what? I think the Frozen song, they get a little concerned, but everyone's yeah. usually so wasted by the time he plays it that they're like, okay, whatever, we will play. And they like, don't care. This this song. He plays this song in the yeah, club. But it's like it's like a dance version. He's like, let it go, let it go. And it's like fast version of let it go. It's nice. Okay. Did you talk to Blake about Paradise? Is he going to Paradise? He better not go. Why? I told him not to go last time, and look what happened. Bad news bears. I I did not talk to him about it. I can't imagine he'll go, but I don't know. Why? He's got a reputation to to fix after the last uh, after the last go round. Does Paradise really fix anything? It generally makes villains good guys. Or. Or makes good guys villains, which happened to him. But now he's now he's known as stagecoach guy. So I feel like going back is the play to to look good again. No, I don't think that's the play. But you never know. Well, I hope he goes because I enjoyed hanging out with him on the beach last time. I just hope he... oh, he's so, super fun time. But I just don't know. I don't know. I'll tell you what, though, if he fucking comes in there with some let it go. Ooh. To like close if out a rose he, ceremony, I might I might lose it. If he gets to DJ in Paradise, I'm gonna be very upset. He's not. He's not the first guy. Dude, remember Vinny's a really good DJ and oh, he's, yeah. been, he's been trying to do it forever. The problem is, is that all that music is licensed. So you can't I know, you, you can't, can't yeah. go do it. No, exactly. <laughs> so Denver was good. Good times. Yeah, Denver. I love Denver. You know I love Denver. Yeah. Denver's always a great time. Actually, had a YFT year come up to me wow. on Sunday. I was at one of my favorite spots in Denver, Happy Camper. It's like this really cute, um, totally outdoor restaurant and bar that everyone goes to and just like you all the, like there's like all these like cute little seating areas outside. Like the one we sat in was literally made out of like old uh, clawfoot bathtubs. They like make into like outdoor seating. It's so cute. Uh, and everyone just sits there and drinks and they play great music all day. Anyway, if you haven't checked out Happy Camper in Denver, highly recommend. Who? Uh, the cutest girl. She had like bright pink hair. She came up to me and was like, okay, I don't want to be a weirdo, but like, I love your podcast. And I was like, girl, I love to hear it. So she was really sweet. Um, and yeah, Denver, great food in Denver. Uh, you know, I don't get sushi here in Nashville, so I love going to Denver for some sushi. Yeah, because they're so close to the ocean and everything. So close to the ocean. <laughs> uh, also, Denver, like, I don't know what it is. People that live in Denver have great taste in dogs. Like, I sat outside a coffee shop for 30 minutes, and I got to pet about 18 of the cutest freaking dogs I've ever seen in my whole life. They just really know what's up. I feel that because they got to have, like, cool dogs to go, like, hiking with and stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of doodles in Denver. And then the cutest dog I saw by far, my favorite dog I saw sitting outside the coffee shop. Have you ever seen a Cavapoo? No. Oh my God. It was the cutest thing I've ever seen. It's pretty tiny and it has like a kind of a long back, not quite as long as a wiener dog, but like definitely makes you, it, it's like similar and this cute ass dog was like trotting down the sidewalk and in like we were literally sitting there and it was like in my head i heard the i'm a happy dog i'm just yeah. a happy happy dog song because he was just trotting along and his butt was just wiggling because his back was so long and he was the cutest thing i've ever seen i, I think i want one what's one more it's my life motto yeah that's fair enough i mean it's not like you don't take care of seven million dogs already so it's totally fine yeah what's one more he was so freaking cute so cute just a happy, happy guy. Happy Just a happy, 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 happy guy. Just a happy, happy guy. It was cute. Yeah, well, dogs, dogs are my favorite thing too. Mm -hmm. To be honest with you, thank God the dogs are here because I would be, I'd be kind of scared uh, to be <laughs> all alone 
while Sarah's gone lurking in this house if the dogs weren't here. So just dogs are the best. You got some fave things, bro? Or what, bro? Okay, so we had a Patreon last week. So if you weren't there, you missed out. You missed out. Jenny and Georgia. Have you watched any of that at all? No. People love it. People are lit for Jenny and Georgia. Yeah, now our... that I've come out and said that I've watched it, everyone's like, that's the best show. You're so late to the party. Like, well, I freaking love that show. I got to be honest. Tish the Dish is the one that really got me to watch it because she's obsessed with it. And at first I was like, I don't know. It seems kind of cheesy. Like, it kind of reminds me a bit of a bit of Gilmore Girls in the sense of it's like the cute like mother-daughter story. But the mother and daughter are more like friends than mother-daughter. Mm-hmm. And, like, the mom's kind of a train wreck, too, you know? Um, And the daughter's kind of the one that's got it together, in a sense, in some aspects. So it's kind of, like, that type story. Um, But it's, like, it's super cute. Like, the mom is, like, super, like, 30 and super hot. And the girl is in, like, middle school, I guess. And so everyone's, like, that's your mom. Your mom is hot. And she's, like, trying to get with the town mayor who's, um, who's the guy from Friday Night Lights. Uh, Jason Street, Jason Street from Friday Night Lights, the quarterback. He's the mayor in this town or whatever. So it's super cute. Also, also he was in Heart of Dixie. Kind of reminds me of Heart of Dixie in a way too, but way better. Well, you should give it a shot. It's kind of kind of like risky. Like the like the middle schoolers are like talking about weed and vibrators and sex and all kinds of stuff. Ginny Miller, an angsty fifteen-year-old, often feels more mature than her thirty-year-old mother. The irresistible and dynamic Georgia Miller. It looks like the daughter is is like a person of color and the mom is very, very white. Yes, Jenny is half black. Her dad is black, but they're, they're obviously not together because they had her at 15. Yeah. It's like the whole thing. And then, but then the mom, I think, had another kid with somebody else because her brother is like fully white, like the nerdiest kid you've ever seen with like little round Coke bottle glasses. Mm-hmm. He gets bullied at school. It's kind of sad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're just like this totally like mixed family. And obviously the mom's so young. Um, so it's good. It's cute. It's it's a nice story. It's it's there's it's funny and at parts and it's cute. Like it, it, there, it is a lot about the mom and daughter, but then it's also a, just a lot about like Jenny's life in school and, you know, going through like adolescence and all the school drama and like whatever. It's cute. It's it, a feel good. Yeah. But does it seem like a, a, something that like a manly man like myself would watch? I mean, probably not. No, I did love know. some Gilmore Girls, but I will say this: See? I will, but hold on, I will, I will die on this hill. Gilmore Girls was great because the writing was fantastic. It was, and Gilmore Girls was a lot more of a comedy than this. I feel, like yeah, it's not quite. I mean, I mean, there will never be another Gilmore Girls. Like you can never compete. You know. Anyways, love me some Gilmore Girls. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my Bull and Branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl and Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code favorite at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl and Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code favorite thing. We talked about this on the Patreon too, but like I've really delved deeper into it. You need to watch Q into the storm because it is bonkers. Really? I need you to watch it because you were spouting a bunch of these conspiracy <laughs> theories. And so I need you to know where they came from. And do I really need to know? You absolutely do. <laughs> you absolutely do. I love a conspiracy theory. Don't ruin that no, for me. You, no, 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 no. Because you need to you need to watch it to see like how dangerous conspiracy theories can be. 
What if that documentary is a conspiracy theory? That's what I fuck, dude. That's <laughs> what every QAnon dipshit's gonna say, and that's the problem: is that they'll never this is trust. So, so fun to watch you get so no, upset about it. You need to, you need to watch it. Also, <laughs> everyone in that documentary looks exactly like what I would think someone <laughs> who believes in this bullshit would look like. You're so fucking stupid. And I'm sorry to all you. I'm Listen, if we have YFTers out there that are like straight up Q people, sorry <laughs> for saying this, but what is wrong with you? It's so bonkers. I'm sitting there watching me like, oh my God, people believe this. This is crazy, crazy talk. You need to watch it. Okay, fine. You absolutely need to watch it. And like, who is Q? Is it Steve Bannon? Is it Roger Stone, who I'm pretty sure is the villain in some Batman movie that Michael Keaton was the Batman in? Is it Fred? Is it Ron? Is it Jim? Is it nobody? Is it everybody? Oh my God. My money, so I'm only like four episodes in. My money's on Ron, guys. I think Ron's the guy. But it, How many episodes are there? I think right now there's five. I don't know if it's done or not, but like, anyways. Q Into the Storm is bonkers. I need you to watch it. All right, fine. I'll watch fucking Ginny and Ginny and Ginny <laughs> and Ginny and Georgia. Jo Georgia and Ginny, okay? <laughs> mm-hmm. Wait, we watched another documentary and I'm into it. Sorry to go documentary hunting. It's okay, I love a doc. Have you heard of This is a Robbery? I think I've scrolled past that. This is a robbery, the world's greatest art heist. It's on Netflix, by the way. And by the way, Q Into the Storm is on HBO Max. March 18th, 1990, 13 works of art were stolen from the Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum in Boston. Guards admitted two men posing as police officers responding to a disturbance call, and the thieves tied the guards up and looted the museum. I mean, like, we're talking Rembrandts and Picassos and, like, priceless pieces of art. These guys came in there and just cut from the frames. They didn't even What? Take yeah, it's crazy. It seems like it's an inside job and, like, oh, we only watched a couple episodes. Super fishy how the guards were, like, tied up in the basement. And it's fascinating. This is a robbery, the world's greatest art heist I think you'll like. Dang, that sounds good. Yeah. Speaking of art, are you up on the whole NFT thing? Sarah and I were talking about this the other day. I think I understand it a little bit better than Sarah does because I watch something on TikTok. So that means I know. Oh, well, TikTok, that's that's definitely where you should learn about things. Absolutely. This is, and maybe YFTers out there, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is how I understand it. So, you know, in like Ready Player One. Mm-hmm. In Ready Player One, Parzival is poor at the beginning. Remember, he doesn't have anything. He doesn't have any yep. armor or whatever. So he's like out there like killing pigs and stuff to try to like boost his score. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then when he gets the first key, the jade key or whatever, he's awarded a bunch of money and armor and stuff and swords and weaponry and stuff. And what I understand NFTs are in like kind of the simplest form, he had to pay for that armor, right? Mm-hmm. And it's obviously not a real thing because it's in, in this digital world. But in that world, it's very real. Like that armor has intrinsic value to his avatar. And so I think what you can do is you can buy stuff like that and own it. And then it has value if someone wants to buy it from you. But why would you want to buy it? I don't know. People are buying like memes and stuff. I know. I don't get it. But it's a thing. Like it's going to be, it's like a big thing, supposedly. I know. Because I do think it's something that like we should know about. <laughs> yeah, maybe getting on the ground floor of, you know, buy some stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Let's get rich. Yeah, let's get rich, dude. Something that I never thought would happen from me going on The Bachelorette or Bachelor in Paradise is starting to happen more and more. And I'm a bit concerned. Okay. I'm getting asked to come on Zoom calls for college level courses of classes that are called the examination of bachelor nation in television culture today 
101. What? That's a class? It's maybe like once or twice a week that I'll get like a request. I'll see my DMs and being like, hey, so it'd be really cool if you could come on in our class. We're examining pop culture and the examination of Bachelor Nation. I'm like, wait, wait, what? People are going into severe student debt (laughs) to take a class on arguably what is wrong with this country. No. Yeah. Take a like learning how to do your taxes 101 class, which I don't, you know what? I don't even think that's a fucking class, which that (laughs) needs to be a class. That needs to be the first class you take. All right. Mm -hmm. When I was in college, you could take like I took jogging. That was a fucking class. That was a class. That was a class. And I'll tell you what, it was tough. And you know why? It was at 8.30 the fucking morning, bro. <laughs> Dude, if you're going to have jogging heaven in the afternoon, because in college, I was hungover being like, <laughs> why did I take this fucking class? <laughs> but you know, I'd also take classes, you know, like musical theory into the works of Jerry Garcia and the Grateful Dead. I can see like if I was... If I came up like in the late 70s and the 80s, I'd be like, this is a fucking class. Seriously. And now it's happening with like the Bachelor reality TV. And I guess I'm being like, seriously, but schools do better. First, we find out that you're letting people fake being rowers to get into school. And now this. I haven't gone on one of these Zoom calls. Maybe you should. Maybe I should just to be like, just to like chastise a teacher being like, whose idea was this? Yeah. Was this your idea? Because shame on you. And then also bring in the dean. Because shame on them for like green lighting this. This is so dumb. Go teach taxes right now. Go explain NFTs to people. Why don't you do that? Seriously. You know? Yeah. Someone explain Bitcoin to me because I don't get it. Seriously. Teachers, deans, do better. Do better. Do better. I do think you should go though and then come back and report. I know. I should. Yeah. I have a show that I'm absolutely obsessed with. Okay, great. Bummed because there's only one episode out right now. And it's one of those. It's HBO Max where they're like, (laughs) we're going to continue just to drop one a week and make you fucking. And you're like, dude, come on. We live in a different time now. Drop (laughs) it all. I don't need to wait. Anyways, the show is called The Nevers. That sounds good. Oh, my God, Brandy. That's so good. An epic tale following a gang of Victorian women who find themselves with unusual abilities, relentless enemies, and a mission that might change the world. The Nevers. It takes place Shakespearean times, I feel like, in England. Mm-hmm. It's two women, Penn and Sedare, and Amalia True. It seems that they kind of have this orphanage for special people. And I think they're called Touched. And they all have like powers. It's a little bit like Charles Xavier's, you know, mm. school for the extremely gifted X-Men. Yeah. Amalia, first, first of all, she's the girl with great boobs in Outlander. So you know mm. who I'm talking about if you've watched Outlander. Great. New York boobs. (laughs) Do you remember that Chappelle's kid? You have great New York boobs. Her power is that she can see into the future. And then Penance Adair, her power is she can kind of like understand electricity, make it work in harmony. So she's kind of like the Elon Musk of this era. She's like inventing all this crazy cool shit. And it's dope. Making robots, electric cars and stuff when everyone's still on horseback. It starts with there's a girl her parents think is is possessed. So they go over there and they find out she's not possessed. She's touched. And she has a kind of a special power. And when they're there kind of like assessing what's wrong with this girl, someone tries to kidnap her. Both Amalia and Penance like kind of stop them from that. And that's this crazy chase scene. It's really cool. They stop her from getting kidnapped and then they kind of go back to this orphanage and you get to see like there's all these kids and all these people who have like all these special powers. Like there's this doctor who can straight up just heal people but, but like touching them, you know? And What? Because Amalia can see the future, she can kind of see where she has to go and so they have to go to this, they have to go to the opera. They have to go watch Faust. During like this scene at the opera, the bad guys who are like trying to like steal these like touch kids 
come on, like this crazy stuff ensues. And all of a sudden there's this one touched person who starts to sing. And when she starts to sing, you can see like all these like strands of light go out into the, the crowd and start touching people who are quote unquote touched. And then it goes mm. into this flashback of, it looks like an alien craft that comes into the city, kind of rains down this like beam of light to just a select few of people. Everyone's kind of like in awe and like just like staring at the spaceship. And this happens, then all of a sudden the spaceship leaves and everyone just like, kind of like snaps out of it and just continues on with their day. Like no, they didn't even notice it. And so what it's seeming like is that like some sort of alien race came in, touched some people, made them have superpowers. And so there's like regular people and people with superpowers. And now there's this like group of people who are like trying to like kidnap all the people with superpowers, all taking place in Victorian era London. I don't know if I did a very good job of explaining it. And it kind of seems outlandish when I explain it the way it did. But I was like, wait, this show, like right at the battles, like this show's dope. And then I was like, wait, there's superpowers. That's dope. And then I was like, wait, there's bad guys. That's even dope. And then I was like, wait, there's aliens. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. You got me hooked into it. The nevers on HBO max. I'll go check it out. Yeah. That was a little all over the place, but also I'm in like, I'm going to, I want to watch. It was all over the place. Cause that's what it was enthralled by this. Okay. Enthralled. Wow. Have you been watching Made for Love? No. <sighs> I know. You would really like it. Listen, I'm going to have a bunch of time in my hands. I'm all by myself, so don't worry. I'm going to get on it. You know what I was thinking what? about the other day? <laughs> what? People who are like ultra famous, like really big names. Like who? I don't know. Like? Like? Brie Larson. Oh, yeah. Ana de Armas. I feel like she's like on the rise right now. They're like really big stars. They don't have social media. Have you ever noticed I that? know. Must be nice. And, right? There's this, if this is terrible, but there's this social currency that we have in our country of the more followers you have equals, like, it's like a equation. The more followers you have on social media, media equals how famous you are, right? Like mm-hmm. the Kardashians are the most famous because they have the most followers or whatever. Bullshit. And then there becomes a high watermark, some sort of threshold above that. You don't have any followers because you are so famous. Tom Cruise, I don't think, has social media, you know? Mm -hmm. And I just find that so fascinating. Everyone is trying to get the as many followers as possible because it like proves something to people that people like you or whatever and then you get to a point in which you're so famous that you want no followers (laughs) 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 if only i thought i could get there (laughs) anyways do you have anything else i have a book what do you got oh what i got it's called bring me back it's by B.A. Paris, is what she goes by. I think it's a female writer. Okay. So she wrote Behind Closed Doors, mm-hmm. which I loved. She went missing. He moved on. A whole world of secrets remained. Until now. Bring me back. I'm about two-thirds of the way through. I love this book. But now that I'm two-thirds of the way through, I was literally thinking today about, like, how to explain it to the Wife Tears. And it does remind me a little bit of Gone Girl, Mm. Um, especially the way it's written, because it's kind of written from both of their perspectives, and it flips back and forth, kind of the way Gone Girl did, if you read the book. And I'm really fascinated by that. I love when they do that. So you kind of get both sides of the story. So the main character's name is Finn, and he just, like, falls head over heels for this girl, Layla, uh, love of his life type deal. Um, And then, you know, in the beginning of the book, Layla goes missing. They, like, um, like they're, like, on a road trip or something and stop at, like, a rest stop, and he goes in to use the bathroom, and when he comes back, she's gone. Then, like, they kind of fast forward to, like, 12 years later, and she's still gone, and he ends up mar- or, or being with and wanting to marry her sister. Mm. And so, yeah, so then he starts getting these letters um, that are, se- you know, seem to be from Layla, but he's just like, there's no way. Like, it's been 12 years. There's no way she's alive. But then there's, like, in the beginning, you kind of wonder, you're like, wait, was it, did he kill her? Like, it, 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 like, it, like, it starts out by, you know, like, oh, I went to the bathroom and she was missing. And then you get, like, halfway through and you're like, wait, is that the story? Or did he do some shit? Find out some things about his past. But then you find out some stuff about her past. And you're like, okay, who, which one's the psycho? Somebody's got to be psycho here. I don't know who yet because I'm only two-thirds of the way through 
through um, that is really, really, really good. I just, B.A. Paris slays. So if, and if you haven't read Behind Closed Doors, that was one of my favorite books that came out that year. I just thought I'd play Layla while you were talking mm-hmm. about Layla. Nice. Derek and the Dominoes. All right, that sounds awesome. I loved Gone Girl. Like I, and I love yeah. that girl on a train and like all those books like that. So I'm into that. Mm-hmm. I think you'd really like it. And I do think this would make a really good like Netflix movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably under, already underway, dude. <laughs> I know it probably is. We talked about this on Patreon, but for all of those that aren't on Patreon, Seaspiracy, have you watched that? Oh, I can't bring myself to do it. I know. I mean, first of all, like right off the bat, I hate this movie because Conspiracy was available and someone thought, <laughs> no, let's do Seaspiracy. You're fired. That's so dumb. It was right there in front of you. Conspiracy. Anyways, it's really sad. I didn't even want to watch it. And we were mm-hmm. talking about this on Patreon. Like, who is eating whales? Like, what? I know. What is wrong with you? Like, I've never gone to the fucking restaurant and been like, mm, yeah, I want some baby beluga. You know, like, who's no. doing this? Who's like, give me some killer whale. I love some. Oh, it's delicious. What the fuck is wrong with you people? Also, I've never been like, you know, nothing, nothing tastes better when you cook with blubber. I've. What is happening? Like, who's needing this? Stop it. You're. Why are you killing these majestic animals? I hate you so much. But I know. Oh, it sucks because I love shrimp so much. And like the shrimp nets are just, like, catching dolphins and stuff. And <gasps> how do you not like shrimp? It's a, it just looks like an insect. It is. So is lobster. Do you, do you like lobster? I like like lobster in sushi when I can't really like tell that it's a lobster, but I would, I can't eat like actual lobster. Like I can't like pick it apart and like do it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> It and, just freaks me. I know. They are, um, they are bugs. And, you know, we, like we, crab? Had the whole, we had the whole crawfish yeah. conversation already. Like, ew, could never. Oh, I love crawfish. Like, what about crab? Crab, same thing. Like, I can't do the crab leg thing where you're like, where it's like a big fucking claw and you got to p- pick it out. I can't do that. But if I if it's in sushi, then it's good. Obviously, I like that. I mean, crabs are straight up just spiders in the ocean. Let's just be fair. I know. I know. They are. Whether you want to believe it or not. Anyways, it was one of those movies where I was like, well, now I can't eat fish, you know? And then we watched like some like, I don't know, it was maybe a year ago and there was some documentary about meat and you're like, well, I can't eat Mm -hmm. meat, you know? And Mm -hmm. then I was watching this thing and, you know, there's a whole spectrum of color that humans can't see. You know that? Like we only can see like Mm -hmm. a very small portion of the color spectrum. And same with sound. There's a very small portion of sound at like certain hertz that we can we can only hear. There are other like lower frequencies and higher frequencies that we can't hear that apparently like animals can can talk to each other using said frequencies that we can't hear. And apparently mm-hmm. there's a lower high frequency that plants let off when we cut them down. So they scream. That is tragic. So what the fuck do we eat now? Because we're hurting everything. So I'm just going to die. I'm just going to die a slow and sad death. Well, it won't be very slow. I'll die pretty quickly, I guess. But we can't eat anything. I don't know what to eat now. I know. I don't either. That's why I like. I know I need to watch it, but oh, it's just going to make me so sad. Yeah. Also, everyone that I, you shouldn't eat whales. Don't eat whales. Mm-mm. They're very smart Mm-mm. animals. And the only reason why mm-hmm. they haven't evolved to be able to like talk and stuff because they're stuck in the ocean. You know? <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Also, like, shark fin soup. Who, who really needs that, you know? Yeah, exactly. Who need that? You ever tried butternut squash soup? It's great. Big soup Try guy over instead. here. Big soup guy over here. Tomato love- bisque? Great. Doesn't harm anyone. It harms the tomatoes. Now. Uh, yes, it does, apparently. It's in the ground, right? Do tomatoes grow in the ground? I don't know. You don't know if tomatoes grow in the ground? No, I can't say I've ever had a garden. Have you? I have, actually. <laughs> can't picture that where did you actually, think tomatoes can. would grow i can picture stoned wells having a garden actually i did it when i was not smoking pot i don't really smoke pot oh. no i had a garden in my nashville house and i saw some meme and it was like a picture of a tomato plant it was like spent 42 dollars and waited six months to save three dollars at the grocery store <laughs> It was just so true. Like you get your tomato plants and then you have a bunch of tomatoes and then 
and then like you you have, you have way too many tomatoes at one point, and then you're like giving tomatoes to your friends, being like, "I grew these; you have them. They're the best tomatoes ever." And your friends are all like, "What the fuck am I gonna do with this?" Like, no, I'm gonna go to the grocery store and get my my tomatoes myself. I don't need your bullshit tomatoes. But I did. I definitely did that, and then like bugs would get in them, and Ew. like yeah, exactly. So it's just, I love the idea of growing it, but it was. It wasn't sustainable for me at all. I tell you what I do want, though, Brandi, at some point in my life. I want some chickens. Do you? Yeah, because I love eggs. I do feel like of all the things vegans are angry at, chickens are pretty low on their anger scale. Because, first of all, they're going to lay the eggs no matter what, right? Right. Mm-hmm. I don't think it really hurts them. It's not like we're taking their, not like like bees, I don't think, you know, like bees kind of fucked up. We, we kind of steal the thing that like they're hoarding for themselves, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I don't think chickens are like, it's going to be a long winter, better eat some of these eggs that I fucking saved up. I don't think that's what's happening. I could no. be wrong. But yeah, they they lay your, their little chicken periods and then, Ew. and then you feed them some grains or whatever. I don't know what chickens eat. And they give you breakfast. I think that one actually is a harmless, I can just eat eggs then. As long as the chickens are free range and have room to run around and be chickens. Yeah, for sure. Have a big old backyard yeah. or some side area for them. Because first of all, Carl would murder some chickens. Murder. <laughs> Astra killed one once. Really? Yeah, at the neighbors. I felt really bad. Did you have to buy him a new, a new chick? No, I think they thought a coyote got it. Oh my God. <laughs> but like, I don't think she really meant to. Yes. I think she was trying to play with it. No. And yeah, I think so because they their neck snap really easy. No. And <laughs> she like brought it to me. She was like so pumped. She like brought it to me. Like it was like in her mouth. She was like trotting along. Like look, look, look. Yeah. I, like I made a chicken friend. But she didn't. She killed it. Yeah. No. She meant to kill it, and she was I giving it to, giving it to you as a gift because dots with dogs and cats do. She's um, never done it again. Also, you're perpetuating the bad PR for ki- for coyotes out there. Okay. <laughs> you know, you know what actually kills more chickens than coyotes? Foxes. They're like the number one predator for chickens. Yeah, because they're sly. They take the eggs. They kill the chickens. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I think the number one predator for chickens is humans. <laughs> well. <laughs> Touché. Foxes are like, wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. You guys are much worse than us, okay? We only take what we need. You've got these giant farms happening. And I'm sure, like, there's going to be so many wives here that are going to be like, fuck you. <laughs> having chickens is terrible. But whatever. I feel like it's the most, other than having yeah. a garden, it's the most, like, non-dickhead thing to do to animals. I don't know. I get it. I don't know. Yeah. I could be wrong. Educate me. Yeah. Educate me. I have some Muzaks. Oh, I wonder if I do. I saw that Of Monsters and Men have some new tunage. Oh. Do you remember Of Monsters and Men? Of course. Like, so I guess this is the title track to a new record called Destroyer. Okay. Yeah. You better run, boy, run. Or be afraid. Cry, boy, cry. Don't play the game. Gravity holds me down. That band is so, you know, it's them like immediately once you hear mm-hmm. the girl jump in. It's, Absolutely. You know, it's like that yeah, guy, yeah. that guy's voice is very iconic. And then her voice layered in, you're like, oh, uh, yeah, that's of Monsters of Men. Mm-hmm. Aren't they? Where are they from? I feel like they're from like Switzerland. Hold on. Let me look. Up. I feel like Iceland. Yeah, maybe. It's like something like that. Some Something cool. You're right. They're from Reykjavik. Reykjavik. I love Iceland. That is where. Oh boy. Bjork is from. Bjork is from Iceland too. I think. This is how Bjork talks. Hello. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's not right. No, it is right. That's how Bjork talks. 
one of my faves. I always feel like I'm saying the name wrong, but Majid Jordan, Majid Jordan, they're a duo, actually, not just a guy. They have a new song called Waves of Blue. I just freaking love them so much. I can dig. It's got like a little bit of a um, weekend vibe to it. Everybody says that when I play them. Oh, sorry. Everyone thinks it's the weekend. So funny. I like the weekend. I think that's fine comparison. I don't know if he's as good a singer as the weekend, but the weekend has definitely a uh, 80s aesthetic mm -hmm. of you know, like the music he chooses. And that's what that sounded like to me. Yeah, they do too. Yeah, for sure. Like, I don't know that he's put out music in a while, but Miguel, you ever get into Miguel? No. He's got a new song called So I Lie. That's a vibe. I like that. I got one more for you. That's a that's a totally a Wells band. I feel. Give it to me. Do you like Kaleo? Yeah. They have a new song called Skinny. They're a super cool band. I interviewed JJ, the lead singer of that band, years ago. I need to go find that picture. Oh, really? Yes, he was a nice guy. I liked him a lot. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I am cool, Brandy. Mm. At least I was. I'm not anymore. I'm old now. I know. This is a great prelude to your erotic grandpa shout outs you're about to do. Very true. Hey, good news, though. I had my second, my checkup at the cardiologist. Oh, how's the blood pressure? The BP is in a good area, my guy. Really? My guy is pumped about what's happening. Uh, we wow. like we did like a sonogram. It was really actually pretty, quite funny. So like you know, did the sonogram thing and look at my heart and stuff. And mm -hmm. so I laid down and I was like, level with me. Is it a boy or a girl? And she was like, you're having twins. And God. she was so quick with the retort. I was like, I'm unoriginal, aren't I? And I was like, how many people make that joke? And she was like, well, you're the first today, but you're also oh, my no. first sonogram. And I was like, ah, I feel so unoriginal. I thought it was so <laughs> funny and so clever. And then that happened. Anyways, the heart's looking good, Brandi. Well, I got, great. I got one valve that's leaking a little bit, but no, but they're like, ah, oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I was like, are you are you sure we're not worried about the valve that's leaking blood? He's like, no, you're fine. You're fine. Don't worry about it. Oh, my God. So can you stop traveling with the blood pressure monitor, or is that baby going to paradise? No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah that baby's going to paradise. That baby's going everywhere with me. I, I, before I had to take my blood pressure twice a day, now I only have to do it once a day, which, oh, which is nice. Oh, got it. <laughs> uh, something tells me it's going to be sky high in paradise. Oh, yeah. I should do it like on set, like while whilst filming. <laughs> when, there's a, 
while, while there's a fight happening in front of me, I'm like, excuse me, guys, let's go and put pressure. <laughs> Everyone's like, how fucking old are you, dude? Oh my god, that's genius. <laughs> Can't uh, wait to see that. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's close it out with some erotic grandpa shout outs. Oh, yay. Um, by the way, we asked the erotic grandpa Patreoners out there to kind of like settle a score for us. And when someone says it's all downhill from here, what does it mean? The majority of you guys says it will only get worse, um, where a lot of people says it only gets better. So I, I was right, I think. Mm -hmm. Brandy was wrong, but Brandy was wrong. But I also agree with Brandy that we do it wrong. <laughs> like I know what it means, but it's wrong, you know? Yeah. Uh -huh. so, and then from Shannon, I did some research. The phrase, it's all down here from, from here, first appeared in a story in Collier's National Weekend in 1922. The story talks about two people in a car stealthily approaching someone on the far side of a hill. Okay, creepy. Uh, the passenger mm -hmm. in the car tells the driver to turn off the engine because it's all downhill from here, giving the phrase the positive connotation. However, the term downhill was first documented in 1902 in a medical report from St. Vincent Hospital. St. Vincent, also a great singer, where a doctor reported that the patient went rapidly downhill, giving the word Ooh. the negative meaning. It's all downhill. It was historically used in a positive way, and to say something that has gone downhill was negative. The research helped me avoid work for 17 minutes. So thank you. Thank you, Shannon. I still don't, after all of that, I still don't know what's right, actually. I don't either. But I'm glad that you got to skip 17 minutes of work. Yeah, exactly. And then Beth K said about your fly running story. Remember I was telling you how I was running and yeah. I got a fly caught in my eye. The mm. human shit in my eyeball. I would rather deal with pink eye than tasting that. All right, that's fine. Until you've had, have you, so Beth K, have you ever had pink eye? Because guess what? Tasting shit only lasts for about, I don't know, as long as it takes for you to go and rinse your mouth out. But guess what? Pink eye is for a couple days. Ew. At least. Minimum. At yeah. least. Uh-huh. It's time now, Brandy, for oh. erotic grandpa shoutouts. And you too could be an erotic grandpa member just by joining our Patreon. And to do that, you go to patreon.com slash your favorite thing i think that's it. it i could be wrong anyways figure it out shout out to aya y from tokyo aya i have seen you tweet to me and sarah and brandy a lot and we are big fans of yours and big fans of tokyo and congratulations to hideki matsuyama who recently won the masters that's all i have for you aya also Shout out to Angela S. from Va. I assume you are from Virginia. And, you know, Brandy, I dated an Angela back in the 30s. She was a seven-toed prostitute. She, she lost three toes due to a smelting accident. But she was beautiful. And I loved her. Shout out to Heather H. from my. I think that's Michigan Mississippi or Maine? Am I? Michigan. You don't know. Michigan. Michigan? Maine. Michigan. Michigan. A Michigander. Heather H. is a Yupa. And it's exciting. Beautiful country up there. Jordan K. from Illinois. Also Alyssa S. from Illinois. They are lovers together. And it's, it's very beautiful. I also would like to join their love and make it a love triangle. Shout out Ooh. to Natasha C. from Michigan. Everyone is from the fucking middle of the country, apparently. <laughs> Shout out to Nancy S. from South Carolina. I love South Carolina. Charleston is beautiful. Is Charleston South Carolina or North Carolina? Do you know? I think South. I think South. I almost went to the College of Charleston. Did you know that? I did not know that. But then I found out the graduation rate was very poor, and I was already a terrible student, so I thought, maybe don't go there, because you'll fail out very quickly. They also didn't believe that I was on the rowing team, which is interesting. Shout out to Catherine L. from Texas. Everything's bigger in Texas, Catherine, except your waistline. You are very trim. Congratulations to Rachel R. from Illinois, another person from Illinois. Maybe, Rachel, you can join our love triangle and make it a love square with Jordan and Alyssa. That would be fun, and everyone would be satisfied at the end. Congratulations, and shout-out to 
Anime B from Iowa? I-A is Iowa. Yes. Yeah. You know who's also from Iowa? Who? Derek Paith. Oh, that's right. And Chris Souls. Also right. I wonder if Chris Souls will go to paradise this year. I could see it happening. <laughs> Shout out to Emily A. from Tennessee. Emily A. We love Tennessee. That's where Brandy lives. That's where I used to live. I had many relations with beautiful women in Tennessee. Many of them named Emily. So maybe you and I once bumped uglies. Who knows? And also, Kaylin B. from Ohio. Kaylin? I've never, That's a cool name. I've never heard anyone spell it that way. K-Land B. I like it. I like it too. Shout out to all of you guys out there. We love you very much. And thus concludes this episode of Your Favorite Thing Podcast. Um, all right, Brandi. All righty. See you next week? Yeah, see you next week. Guess what I'm doing next week? What are you doing next week? Horse show uh, in... Where? Here in Nashville, actually. Get it, girl. Over at uh, Steeplechase? No. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. Nice guess, though. Well, good luck. Bring home the blue uh, ribbon. Well, I'll try. All right. Bye, guys. Everyone, sing along with us. Life is so love the one you got. Cause you might get run over or you might get shot. Never start off static. I just get it off my chest. Never had to battle with my bulletproof vest. Take a small example. Take a little bit of Barbu, host of the Real Real podcast, where we go behind the highlight reel to find out what's really going on in the lives of content creators, entrepreneurs, and everyone in between. After quitting my corporate job to start my own businesses, I realized that while things might look glamorous on our Instagram feeds, things can get real behind the scenes. You can listen to the Real Real every Monday to start off your week with some realness and inspiration. Find my podcast wherever you're listening right now and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a beat. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.